Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. You're listening to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace. I'll cover anything and everything about being a little better than you were yesterday while living bravely outside of your comfort zone. From mom life to coach life and everything in between, this is your no BS guide on trading good for great because you are worthy of it right now in this moment as you are, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast and hello 2022. Holy cow, how did you get here so fast? Um, This episode is all about how to eliminate being overwhelmed, that overwhelming feeling when you're trying to set goals. Um, Tis the season for goal setting and manifesting, creating vision boards and all the things, right? And with that can come this overwhelming feeling and it can stop you in your tracks. Goals without actions are just simply a wish. And so we have to find a way to take action. And so my kind of process I'm going to share with you in a minute is to Set your goals, but then backward plan so that you can get those actions figured out of what you need to take. So maybe you already have some goals and you're falling into that trap of being overwhelmed and not know where to start. And so it's really just stopping you in your tracks. And maybe you've been in this cycle before and you need something different. You need to figure out how to break that big goal down into daily actions so that it's not overwhelming. It's just a simple, small thing that you do each day um, that you know adjusts over time, but that will move you forward toward those goals. And so I think this is really where backward planning comes in. So here's the process that I use for myself and for my clients Um, And then I'll give you some examples of things that my clients have have done, goals that they've used. So number one is to simply just get a piece of paper and pencil out. And maybe you'll want one out right now to take a few notes. Not every episode do I have you take notes. Um, In fact, usually it's just some things to think about and reflect on. But for this one, you're going to want some paper and pencil. So number one, you're going to write down your goals. Journal, free write. Try not to overthink this part. Um, Don't worry about if things are too big or too small or like the goal is, you know, this dream goal and it will never happen. Don't think about that. Don't think too much into this. Just journal and anything that pops into your head, write it down. Career, finance, relationship, family, wellness. Those are categories that you don't want to skip over. So use those kind of chunks of your life and brainstorm ideas for goals for different areas. Okay, number two then is to go back over that list that you have just been brain dumping and brainstorming and circle maybe one or two things. Here is where the key is to not become overwhelmed. When you wanna work on a goal in every single area at once and you're new to this idea, you're going to find yourself overwhelmed. You're going to find yourself feeling like you're not doing a good job of anything. So you really want to take one, maybe two things that you're going to really focus on for, let's say the first month and then reevaluate or at least a week. Um, and it's probably longer, but the key is to start slow and really focus on one or two things at a time so that you can then progress and add to it when those things become sort of second nature. For example, you don't want to try to start a new you know, fitness program or movement and incorporate movement into your life if you haven't been doing it and work on a business goal and set 
um, a goal for, you know, date night once a week or whatever, because now you're going to be like, whoa, where is all the time going to come from? How am I going to get this done? This is too much. And that's where the overwhelm comes and it's going to stop you in your tracks. Instead, if you want to focus on, on movement to start with, maybe you're not exercising, you're not feeling energetic like yourself, maybe that's a place where you want to start because that's going to trickle over into giving you more energy for the rest of your day and the rest of the things that you want to accomplish. It's always a great place to start. But if you're going to start with that, just start with that. So pick one, like I said, or maybe two things to focus on and give yourself a month, give yourself a good amount of time to work on these things so that they really become a habit for you. This is something new. You shouldn't expect it to be perfect, you know, right away. Um, you might miss a day, you might you know, stumble here and there, but you're going to keep going and progress forward. So number three, then once you've decided on your one or two, two main goals is to ask why figure out the why. And I want you to ask why, and I've talked about this in other podcasts before. I want you to ask why at least five times. So you need to go deeper. For example, you know, if you're saying, I want to start working out, why? And I think I've said this before. Well, a lot of times people tell me that it's to lose weight. Okay, well, lose the baby, lose the baby weight. Let's see, you just had a baby. You want to lose the baby weight? Okay, well, why? What's the point? Because the losing weight isn't going to keep you coming back. So maybe after that layer, it's like, well, because I'm not feeling like myself, and I wish I had more energy, and I just I don't even recognize myself. Okay, and why is that important? Well, because I'm not really showing up in a, in a positive way where I can enjoy my new baby and my family and things. Okay. And keep going and unpacking those layers because maybe you'll get down to the point where you realize, hey, I want to be an energetic mom who loves to play with her kids and who they can count on to have enough energy to keep up with them. And that's going to keep you showing up for your goal more so than um, I just, I want to see the number on the scale go down. That's going to be like, meh that's going to be an easy way to quit. So a lot of times people skip this part. They skip the why, just figure out the goal and they move on to, all right, what do I got to do? Pause, journal about the why, figure out, you know, like I said, go layers deep, ask yourself why, and figure out why is this important to you? Because if you don't know why this is important to you on a deeper level, like I said, you're going to quit a lot easier. And then step four, this is the part where you figure out the action and break it down. And so what I mean by this is really start to think small. Think, okay, if I my goal is to start exercising, what is the action steps that need to happen for me to do that? And I mean, think small, like figure out or lay out your clothes so that you wake up in the morning and you either you've slept in them or you have them ready to go. Um, eliminate the parts that might give you an excuse to stop. And we'll talk more about this with some examples here coming up, but really pinpoint what it is that you need to do, what small things you need to do in order to get this goal kickstarted and to keep it going. And sometimes asking yourself, what is my biggest holdup can really help you figure out, well, what are those actions that need to be taken? Because when you figure out what's holding you up, now you can you can make a plan of attack to get through that holdup. So here's some examples. I have two for you. One, um, one of my clients um, wanted to lose baby weight. I work with a lot of ladies in my wellness community and my accountability groups, which you're always welcome to join. You just have to message me. And a lot of them have just had babies and they are like me and why I started this whole wellness community, had babies, gained a ton of weight, 
felt like you had like an identity crisis and, and needed something different. And I turned to movement and I turned to the, the accountability of these groups and things like that. So anyway, their top goal they identified is losing baby weight. Okay. And that's the one they're focusing on. And so then number three, you would, so one, figure out the goals to pick the top one. That's why I jumped to three. So you have identified that the top goal is to lose some baby weight. Number three, why? So like I said, I went through this before. Well, because they're exhausted. They're not feeling like themselves. Well, why does that matter? Well, because I want to be, I want to show up better for my family. Well, why? Because I'm not enjoying my family right now. I'm not enjoying this. And so now that is a huge why versus I need to see the scale move because who cares about that stupid scale, right? And so number four then is to break this down into actions and into things that you can do to make this happen. So, okay, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to incorporate 20 minutes of movement each day. Well, now we need to figure out what movement are you doing and where are you going to do it and when are you going to do it? So a lot of times I have my clients tell me, answer all these questions before they, they get started on their first day. Well, maybe it's going to be in your living room. Um, when at, let's say at 5 a.m. in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, what are you going to do? Well, the ladies in my group, we use Beachbody On Demand, um, which you can join my community if you want me to help you get signed up with that. It's really handy. It's like a Netflix of workouts online. If you go to the website and sign yourself up, you're going to get assigned a random coach and you won't get that accountability group piece with you. Uh, with your sign up, and um, that's fine if you don't want that. But if you do want that, make sure you go through me or a coach that you know. Um, so let's say the 20 minute program, job one is our new program out right now, specifically 20 minutes for you know us moms that are at home and want to have some movement and feel strong and feel energetic, but can't get to the gym, can't leave the house, the kids are there, right? So you're gonna do the new program that's 20 minutes long, you're going to do it at 5.30 in the morning, you're going to do it in your living room. You're going to lay out your workout clothes and your workout shoes in the bathroom. You're going to make sure before you go to bed that the living room area is cleared, right? So you're going to do, these are tiny little things, but in my experience, these tiny little things at 5.30 in the morning can really derail you from sticking to your goals. And so you're going to, like I said, think super small. The living room needs to be cleared because once you wake up in the morning and you see that living room covered and you don't have a space to work out, it's going to be really easy to kick back into your old habits and say, ah, yeah, not today. Or you're going to turn into mom mode and you're going to start cleaning up the living room and then you're going to start cleaning something else and cleaning something else and then you won't have gotten your workout in. And so it's really important to kind of give yourself a checklist of, you know, what do I need to do the night before to make sure that this happens if this is your specific goal. Okay. And then also plan for the biggest holdups. And for me and for my clients who have little babies and kids, it's that they wake up at random times. You don't know when the baby's going to wake up or when they're going to sleep. Don't let that be a reason to hold you back. By the way, that was a holdup for me for a long time. And a reason why I never started, you can start because chances are the baby is going to sleep some of the time. And when they wake up or they interrupt you, then you're going to have 10 minutes in, or you're going to have 20 minutes in, and that's going to be a whole lot better off than you were just continually skipping it. Um, but tell your spouse, tell the people that you live with so that they can help you out. They know what you're doing. Um, and use that as a way to help. Or if you don't have help, make a backup plan. So maybe you're home with the baby right now and you're like, okay, if I don't get through the whole workout, I'll just hit pause, take care of the baby and I'll finish at the first nap or I'll finish while the baby's doing tummy time on the floor, whatever. Or I will just do however far I get to and then tomorrow I'll show up again. That will work. Um, client number two, um, I have a client that was trying to launch a virtual assisting 
um, side job. And wanted my help to kind of figure out how to get this set up and built. Do I know how to do be a virtual assistant? No, but I am a certified life coach. And so for her, I helped her go through these, these kind of same steps here that we're talking about and pinpointed that the goal was to launch this virtual assisting business, figured out why she wanted to do this, um, you know, to have this set up for her future and things down the line. And so then number four was really the big part is to figure out those actions and break it down. And so what we found was, you know, what were her holdups? Well, not knowing who your ideal client would be. What services will she offer? You know, how much is she going to charge? When and where will she be able to work? How much time does she have to, de to dedicate to this side job right now realistically? So in this case, it wasn't so much, um, you know, showing up and hitting play on your workout and doing that. It was more of a mental work and taking time to pause and journal or reflect on what that sh what she was going to offer for this business. And then her and I have checked in you know, weekly and had some virtual calls in order to kind of progress through these steps. So anyways, you can use this for literally any kind of goal. Um, and if you want help with these goals, I am running a two week virtual group where in the group, I'll help you walk through this and we'll get your goals set up within these two weeks and figure out the actions for you to start taking so that within two weeks, you will have this laid out and a plan ready. Um, and you can find more information about that in the show notes or head over to my website at www.candacedudley.com. Um, so to recap, the steps, right, are to journal about your goals, figure out what goals you have, sort of just jot them all down, just brain dump them all out. Number two, circle one or two and pick your top priority for right now. And this can change each month or every couple of weeks and you can kind of check in with yourself. Maybe you're totally crushing um, your first goal, which was to start drinking more water this year and maybe your movement and you've got those down and those are habits that you don't even think about anymore. And now it's time to add something else. And so you'll kind of be able to gauge it. You want to be, you want to be just slightly uncomfortable so that you're like one pinky toe outside of your comfort zone, right? Cause we want to push that comfort zone, but we don't want to get so far outside the comfort zone that now we're overwhelmed and we just want to quit everything. Number three, pause and think about the why and unpack that a little bit and go deeper than just your first gut instinct answer. Ask yourself, why does that matter? Why, why, why? Until you get a little deeper and find a really hearty reason why you're going to keep showing up each day, even on the days that you don't want to. And then number four, what are the actions? Now you know the goal. What are your small daily actions that move this goal forward? And those might change week to week, but sometimes they're just going to stay the same and you're, that's how you're going to build a habit. But you're going to do these little things in order to reach that big goal and not be overwhelmed while doing it. A couple bonus questions for you now that we're thinking about the new year, thinking about goals, some things to reflect on from last year. Um, I have three questions for you. Well, kind of like six because there's like two parts per each, but here they are. What was your favorite or least favorite part of last year? Two, when did you feel the most or the least like yourself? And three, what do you need to say yes and what do you need to say no more to this coming year? Those questions can really help you decide what do you want to bring with you into the new year and what do you want to leave behind? Because you get to decide you're the creator of your own life and you have the power to do 
and create the life that you want this coming year. So take some time to reflect. Um, it will not be time wasted. You might get some great insights and it will help drive you into your new year. So don't forget to check the show notes for more details about that group and to snag a free download of my goal um, setting and planner, uh, goal setting planner and tracker for you um, linked in the show notes. Go have a better, better brave day. Thank you so much for listening. It is not lost on me how amazing it is that you have taken time out of your day to be here. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at Candace Dudley to get my day-to-day updates. If you're interested in joining one of my virtual boot camps or joining my coach family, DM me or use the link in my Instagram profile. Have a better, brave day, sister. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.